Hey everybody, my name is Stephanie from Birth is Beautiful, empowering women to love the birth process. And today is my first podcast. I am so excited about this. This is something I've been talking about doing since like before I was even pregnant. (laughs) So I'm so excited to finally be sitting here and filming my first one because Um, I'm sure if you already have a child, you know that trying to get stuff done once you have a kid is like 10 times more difficult. And having already built two successful brands, I know that the biggest hurdle to get over is literally just the first the first starting point. So like me finally sitting down and pressing record and talking right now, this was the biggest hurdle. So now I'm so excited that the hurdle is over and now it's just the fun part. So um, first of all, thank you all for joining me for my very first podcast. Um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my um, the meaning behind the brand and the tagline and why I'm sitting here talking to you today and what my vision is for this whole brand. And um, then we're going to go from there. So just a little background. I'm sitting here in my, in my house, in my kitchen in... Uh, in lovely Connecticut. It's getting colder and it's really dark and gloomy today. It's such a bummer. But um, I have all the lights on and we're gonna we're gonna pretend like it's bright and sunny outside. Um, <laughs> so my daughter is nine months old and her name is Sophie and she is currently with my mom. So she's with her Grammy. And this is a very rare moment for me to have the entire house to myself. Adam is also out, so um, it feels really nice to just kind of be by myself in my own little cocoon. And um, because I can probably count on my hands the amount of times that's actually happened (laughs) in the last nine months. Um, So it feels really good to be back in the creative zone and get back to who I used to be and, you know, just press and record all the time. And and it just felt so natural and and happened so often that now it's almost like, oh, I have nerves because this is this isn't as normal for me anymore. But uh, yeah, so. The meaning behind the brand, let's start with there. So um, first of all, I am quite intuitive and the, the, the title of the brand and the tagline literally came to me about a week ago. I had been thinking, okay, what am I gonna call this brand? Because I actually already have written the 60 page ebook, <laughs> but I couldn't come up with what the brand was gonna be called. So about a week ago, I walked into my shower because, you know, it's like the only quiet place that exists anymore in my life. And (laughs) I got in the shower and immediately the words came to my head. It was it was clear as day. It was birth is beautiful, empowering women to love the birth process. And I was like, okay, got it. And I thought birth is beautiful. That's kind of generic. And surprisingly, it doesn't exist on the internet other than like midwives having that as the name of their um, midwifery services. So I couldn't believe it. So then I was like, okay, well, maybe that's a little too generic. Let's look up some other words like fearless and empowered and and all these kinds of other words that describe what I want to talk about. And guess what? Everything else is taken. So I was like, all right, you know what? Intuition, I'm going to listen to you because clearly you sent me that as a message. So here we are. Birth is beautiful. Now the meaning behind that and the tagline, the tagline is empowering women to love the birth process because it's not just going to be about the birth. I'm going to talk all about everything. It's going to be pre-pregnancy, pregnancy, labor, birth, postpartum, 
There are so many things to talk about and probably even a little bit of like mothering that <clears throat> that I've been, um, you know, learning and over the last nine months. So so some mothering stuff will probably come in there as well. And so the tagline is just kind of trying to describe that it's about the whole birth process. And the word empower is really important to me um, because that was also something that I that I used to say about, well, I still say about our other brand, which I'll talk about in a minute. Um, our other brand is called Stefan Adam, and that's all about um, healthy plant-based meal prepping. And we're really passionate about nutrition and healthy foods. That's another part of who I am. But um, the word empowering is something that's really important. I feel like due to the media and things that we see in our everyday world, we have gotten our power has kind of been taken away from us unintentionally um, because, for example, when I was growing up and I watched the movie Knocked Up and that absolutely terrified me because in my head I'm thinking, OMG, how the heck am I ever going to have a baby? And <clears throat> you just see it now. And especially now over the last, you know, like two years that I've been really in the zone about this, every time we're watching a movie or a TV show and a birth scene comes up, it's always the same thing. A woman is screaming. There are doctors screaming at you, screaming push. And there's pain and, and just horrible, horrible images of what birth is being portrayed as through the movie. You know, like everything is being super dramatic and you know even if it's a comedy it's still being put in your head as oh my god birth is flipping scary like for example uh we were just watching friends the other day and i think it was or was it friends no oh sorry it was scrubs and i was realizing that scrub because my husband adam that's like one of his favorite shows so we were just like watching old episodes of it and scrubs was a 90s show so i was watching scrubs when i was like mid-teens right and there's one of the episodes that I didn't remember this at all obviously like I wasn't a huge Scrubs fan but I obviously saw it at the time and the the quote is something about like hi I'm your doctor it was the narrator voice hi I'm your doctor and uh, today you are going to have a baby where there will be 10 doctors staring at your vagina and you will pee, fart, poop and scream in front of 10 doctors who are strangers or something ridiculous like that. And you hear things like this and maybe they just go past your head. Maybe you laugh. But I really, truly, deeply feel that you are constantly being fed the idea that birth is terrifying and traumatic and painful and somebody actually just pointed this out to me the other day too that it's not even because my main focus had been <clears throat> that all this stuff is happening in the media and tv and movies but also somebody pointed out to me that it's also being passed down generation to generation so if your mother or your grandmother did not have a good experience with their birth then then you're being told the story of your birth as it was traumatic. I was I I labored you for 48 hours and like it might be a joke. They your mother might be saying it as a joke not to be mean to you of course, but in your head you're like, "Oh my god, birth is labor is like 48 hours long." You know, like so we just keep perpetuating this idea especially if the mother or anybody in your family did not have a good birth. So when someone said that to me, I was like, "Oh man, that's genius." Cuz she was saying to me that she didn't have a good birth and she didn't even realize that she had been telling her daughter about you know, like jokingly that, oh, it's horrible birthing you, but I love you. 
So it was worth it. But at the same time, you're just that message is still getting across that birth was traumatic. And so that's another one that I wasn't even thinking about. And the reason why I wasn't thinking that is because my mom did not have a traumatic birth. So I was that's not something I was hearing growing up other than my mom always teases me that she carried me for almost 10 months because she had to have a C-section because I was not coming out at 43 weeks. She had a C-section and now they won't even let you get to 43 weeks. But, um, you know, like all my life, I've heard jokingly, you know, I carried you for almost 10 months or like, you know, oh, you can you can do that because I carried you for almost 10 months. You know, it's just like this long running joke in my family. So I don't really think that affected me, but maybe it did. But I don't think so. But um, but it's still it's the idea of like that families are, are telling you stories about your own birth. And if they didn't have a good birth, then you're going to hear the story about that. It wasn't a good birth and that it was scary. So there's that aspect, too. So we have all these things constantly being being drilled into us that birth is terrifying. So what I want to do is flip that around. I want to tell positive birth stories. I want to have people come on my show and talk about their positive birth stories so that you're not just even hearing it from me. I want to um, encourage you um, and share knowledge that I have either learned or experienced and um, just kind of help everybody develop a new stigma around birth. Because can you imagine if we all came out of the womb and immediately it was drilled into us that birth is beautiful instead of terrifying. Birth is beautiful and it's a rite of passage that you're so excited to do. Can you imagine that? Like how, how different would things be? So for example, I have... Um, a lovely girl named Taylor who will probably be on my show at some point. Uh, she was here a couple days ago. She was babysitting Sophie for me. She's a high school senior. And I, I had just been working on something. And so I said to her, hey, Taylor, tell me what your perception of birth is. Like as a high school senior, as a 17-year-old, what are you thinking about birth? And at first she was like, well, I don't know. <laughs> and then it came out. She was like, it's scary. There are going to be things tearing. And I laughed because it's kind of funny. But at the same time, like here you have a 17 year old who is nowhere near the process of like getting pregnant and having a baby. And her perception of birth is already that it's terrifying and things are going to tear. And (laughs) and I mean, it's funny, but at the same time, you have to realize that this is a I would say the majority of people have this drilled into them from an early age that it's horrible. So that is why it's called birth is beautiful because I'm going to try to fix that stigma around birth so that it's it's more of a beautiful thing than a terrifying thing. So that is what um, the brand is all about. <clears throat> Now, a little bit about me and my birth experience. Um, Before I was even pregnant, I started to really open my eyes to the birth world. And I knew I was going to be pregnant soon, but I, I wasn't like there yet. But I started to really look into things because my entire life, I had been terrified of birth. Probably, like I was saying, things that you see, like that you don't really realize, but it really wasn't until Knocked Up when I was already in college that I saw that movie and I was like, oh my God. (laughs) And um, 
I will say that my mom used to tease me that <laughs> she used to say things to me like, you're just going to have to adopt because I was such a baby with pain. Like if I got a tiny little pinprick and had the smallest drop of blood, first of all, I like want to faint at the thought and sight of blood. Um, but even like nothing to do with birth. And my mom would be like, you're going to have to adopt because you cannot handle pain. And so from an early age, I was always thinking, how the heck am I going to have a baby come out of my vagina? <laughs> and the other thing, too, is that my uncle is actually an OBGYN, a very good OBGYN in a hospital here in Connecticut. Um, and we run, my mom and I run into people all the time. If they hear my mom's maiden name, they're like, oh, my God, are you related to blah, blah, blah. And we'll be like, yeah, it's my uncle. And then they tell us about this whole story about how their birth was traumatizing and my uncle saved them and their baby. <laughs> like, that's so beautiful. But here I am hearing how your birth was traumatizing. And like, that's great that my uncle saved you. But the, 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 the important part of that story that stuck in my brain was that your birth was traumatizing. <laughs> and so, um, I also grew up hearing it's Thanksgiving, but your uncle's in the hospital because he's on call tonight or he has three three women in labor tonight or so-and-so has been in labor for 48 hours or, you know, so it's like not necessarily that people are constantly telling you negative things, but your brain is probably interpreting that as a negative thing. So, uh, you know, my brain, if I heard that when I was 10, I'd probably be thinking, wow, someone's in labor for 48 hours. That sounds terrible <laughs> you know so it's really just it's just all about changing the stigma and I think um that that's that's kind of my story about where I was why I was so terrified so it wasn't even just about the media it was about stuff in my own family that I was hearing and then um I got to it was about like two or three years ago uh oh I guess it was three years ago now um, somebody that I follow, one of our friends, her name is Peta Kelly and she's awesome. Hey Peta, if you're listening to this. Um, <clears throat> she started to talk about the fact that she was pregnant and we were so excited for her. And then she started talking about her birth plan and she was talking about home birthing and that she was going to give birth at her house in a water in a, in a pool, a blow-up pool, right? So now I'm imagining like a kitty blow-up pool, right? And she's sharing all these plans and how she has a midwife and a doula. And I'm like, what the heck is she talking about? And <laughs> I had no idea anything. I had, I didn't even know what a doula was. I had never heard that word. And so she's the reason why I started to research. Um, this was obviously before I was even pregnant. And because listening to her talk about birth made me change my mind about the fact that it's so terrifying. So Peter was sharing all this stuff about birth and every time I listened to her talk on her stories, I would open my ears a little bit more and think, wait a minute, you're telling me that this doesn't have to be a traumatic, painful experience? Like what? I did not know any of that. No one had ever once said to me, hey, guess what? You could actually have an orgasm during birth. Like, hello, did you know that? I did not know that, that orgasmic birth is a thing. And that I think it's it's a very small number. It's like 5% of women or something like that that have experienced an orgasm during labor or birth. Um, but just that thought alone, like if, if everybody has always told me and I have learned that birth is traumatic and, and scary, then 
what do you mean people can have an orgasm? Like that, that doesn't compute. That does not make any sense to me. So I started to research a lot. That's when I found tons and tons of Instagram um, accounts that show all these amazing pictures. And I'm not going to lie, the first time I watched or saw um, pictures of a birth, I was kind of like, oh, because <laughs> I'm not used to seeing vaginas with heads coming out of them. And, you know, like a couple days later, I was like crying while watching births <laughs> um, in a good way. Like, oh, my God, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Um, so I think a lot of women don't because it's just so not normalized. Um, I really love these Instagram pages and accounts and websites that are trying to normalize birth so that it's not so scary and they're actually showing beautiful pictures and so things like that have really really opened my eyes and then I started reading lots of books and getting really into the whole birth scene and totally my perception just completely changed long story short that led me to getting pregnant feeling amazing during pregnancy. I had the most amazing, easiest pregnancy of all time. And then, which is funny because one of the reasons why I didn't want to get pregnant for so long was one, because I was afraid to lose my freedom, which I think is kind of a, a normal thought that most mothers have. And two, because um, I was so afraid to be sick all through my pregnancy because that's another thing you always hear is that, oh, you're so sick during your pregnancy. And I kept thinking like, well, we have this, we're going on a book tour soon. I can't get pregnant. Oh, we have this going on. This is happening. I can't get pregnant now. Like, oh, maybe I can get pregnant in April. Like, well, that, that'll, that'll be a better month because we won't be, you know, on the road and we won't be filming as much. And like, hello, how stupid was that? Because guess what? I had not even any illnesses or sicknesses. I think towards the end, I had heartburn maybe like three or four times. And I had trouble getting off the couch by month nine. And I was nauseous for two days, which was literally the, the day that I figured out that I was pregnant while we were on the road on our book tour, by the way. <laughs> we were on a, a 10 hour drive um, to get to our next stop. And I got nauseous in the car. And I, my brother was with us. It was my brother and my husband, Adam. And my brother Nick was like, you're nauseous? You never get nauseous in the car. And I was like, I know, that's really weird, right? And, and I mean, like this, this is a long story that I'll talk about in another podcast. But, um, but yeah, it was literally just those two days that I was nauseous. And um, I had such an easy pregnancy. And then I couldn't believe it. And now I tell everybody, every time someone um, tells me that they're pregnant, I'm like, oh my God, you're going to have a great pregnancy. Just don't even listen to the stuff that they tell you in all the birth apps and everything. Because at this point, it, it started to become a joke. I would look at the things on the birth app and be like, it'll say like, oh, this week you're not going to be able to sleep, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, dude, I am sleeping just fine. <laughs> so that's another stuff that we'll talk about in another podcast, um, how how much your mentality plays into it. Um, but yeah, so then I ended up having the most beautiful home birth um, I was in, only in labor for nine hours. It was an amazing ex out of body experience, um, which if you had told me that even five years ago, I would have thought you were nuts. I really love home birthing and I am always going to be an advocate for home birthing and I will always have home births. 
uh, for my next children. But this podcast isn't going to be all about home birthing. If you are going to have a hospital birth, that's great. Whatever works for you, whatever makes you feel the most comfortable is the most important, right? So um, we're going to talk about all things related to pregnancy, labor birth, and postpartum. So it's not just going to be about home birth, but I am definitely going to talk about home birthing and why I feel like um, it's a great option for people who didn't even know it existed. I did not even know home birthing existed until PETA started talking about it. So um, so that's, that is my story in a nutshell, how I came from a place of fear and anxiety for the first 28 years of my life to ending up loving birth. Like I love birth. I can talk to you about birth for hours, hence my podcast. <laughs> Especially recently, I've had so many conversations with so many girls. I was just talking to two of our friends the other night that one just got married and the other one is getting married next year. And they'll probably be on the podcast too. And they were being really encouraging. They were like, wow, Steph, you know so much. You seriously need to start that podcast. And Tina was like, oh, I could talk to you for hours about this. I can listen to you talk for hours about, about birth. And they were both like, you know, saying things that I was helping them realize that it's not as scary. And I was like, yes, exactly. This is exactly why I want to make this podcast. Um, and so, and I, I've just talked to, there's been like three or four other people that I've just run into lately that somehow we end up on the topic of birth and they always say like, it always ends up at the end of the conversation like, wow, I feel so much better. And so therefore, that is why I, I am finally starting this podcast and um, I'm really excited to be able to help you through the birth process. Um, there's actually a video that I made. Oh, so let me tell you before, before we end this first podcast. Let me tell you a little bit about my brands that I've already built. I started YouTube back in 2013. And I started because I wanted to make a cooking channel all about healthy, easy, fast recipes that my generation could learn how to cook because no offense my generation you guys kind of stink at cooking and it's just, it's just because you know things are so fast-paced now um, recipes aren't being passed down anymore from generation to generation it's just like a whole new world and it's expensive to eat out all the time and it's not healthy and so when I was in college I was one of the only kids that knew how to cook and the only reason I knew how to cook was because I would go to the grocery I was I'm always I've always been concerned about my weight not so much anymore, but back in the day, I was overweight and I already had like a whole weight loss story. Like um, um, this was after this point. Um, but in college, I would call my mom because I couldn't eat pizza like everybody else every night. And it was just, I, that was just not happening, both for monetary reasons and because I was concerned about my weight. So I would go to the grocery store once I had my own apartment and my own car and I would call my mom or my grandma and I would say, mom, I have chicken in my hand. What do I do with it? Do I buy the chicken breast or do I buy the chicken whatever, the thighs or whatever? And then she would say, you know, go buy this and go buy that and then go to your house and cook this, this and this. And that is literally how I learned how to cook. And so I wanted to, I've always loved filming and editing since I've since I was probably like 10 or 11, I got that trait from my dad. He's also really creative. And so I used to edit videos back in the day. So I always wanted to start my own channel. And plus, I've always just wanted to be on TV. So I basically put myself on TV by being on YouTube. <laughs> so 
I made Classy Cooking with Chef Steph. And that was also something, that brand, that whole brand idea also came to me like lightning, just like this brand idea came to me too. And so I built this YouTube channel and then Adam came into the picture and the YouTube channel got to about 10,000 subscribers and I was only getting like three or 400 views on a video, but I stuck at it for two years straight. I was pumping out content like you wouldn't believe twice a week and I even quit my job so that I could focus on my YouTube channel even though I was making like literally nothing. It's kind of hilarious. My first check was 13 cents. Um, but I kept at it because I knew it was going to go somewhere. I just didn't know when or how or why. And I just really had this firm, I've always wanted to help people. This is just like, it was my core, it is my core being to want to help other people learn how to take better care of themselves. And to show and share that it's so easy to do and it's so much cheaper. And so um, I started Classy Cooking with Chef Steph. And then when I met Adam, he's actually a professional chef and a personal trainer. So we had so much in common. And he also, at his core being, is also to help others improve their lives. So we once we got together, and he was kind of, he was starting to appear in my in my YouTube channel and it got awkward because it was no longer classy cooking with Chef Steph. It was always like, and here's my friend, Adam. <laughs> it got really awkward. So uh, by the time we realized that we were going to get married um, and stay together, we decided to rebrand. We rebranded re to Fit Couple Cooks. And Fit Couple Cooks was we decided we were going to talk about meal prepping because I had always, always, always heard Adam talk about meal prepping. And this is a whole whole story for another day. Adam is Australian. And so we had a long distance relationship. And so he would wake up at four o'clock in the morning to do his um, personal training clients. And I would always see him huddled in the corner on the floor talking to me on FaceTime. And he would be sitting there eating his meal prep. And the amount of times I heard the words chicken, broccoli, rice, was starting to become a joke like oh you eating your chicken broccoli rice today yes 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 so um when it came time to us rebranding we were trying to decide well what are we gonna film what are we gonna make um we wanted to do fitness videos we wanted to do nutrition we wanted to do info videos we wanted to talk about the processed food and and how horrible it is and meal prepping of course so we made one video it was called chicken broccoli and rice because <laughs> that felt like the very natural place to start and um, that video is hilarious because I was getting like 400 views on videos for the last two years and we put that video out and that video is currently the number one viewed meal prep video at over 10 million views. So if you type in meal prep, that's the video you're going to come up first. Um, so it's the reason why I say that that's funny is because we both obviously were not anticipating that to uh, get so many views. So towards the end of the video, we were like screaming at each other. Like, obviously you don't see that in the video, but we were just like, <laughs> we were just done because it was taking us forever because it was a new style of content that we weren't used to. And um, so it, it's just hilarious that 10 million people have watched that video. But anyway, that propelled us to end up with two books with DK Publishing uh, because DK Publishing went to YouTube or I'm not sure YouTube or Google, but they typed in meal prep and we were the first thing that came up. So um, the editors contacted us and we now have two books with uh, DK Publishing. The first book is called Healthy Meal Prep. It's sold 50,000 copies. It's been in Target and Costco. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much 
to everyone who is listening to this that is a fan uh, from Fit Couple Cooks that have that has come over here and uh, maybe you've purchased our book. But that book did so well and we put so much thought and effort into that. And basically we took all of your questions from our channel and put it into a book. So things like there are shopping lists and uh, because people would ask us for shopping lists all the time and macros and full week meal prep plans um, and teaching you how to make multiple meals at once so that way you can make you know three meals within two or three hours and you'll have like three different meals and and 20 of those meals so you can put them in your freezer you could feed your family do whatever you need to do so we kind of became meal prep experts and once that first video took off we kept going with the meal prep because we were like oh okay people want meal prep we tried to make other videos that were just like random you know like I think it was like sweet potato muffins or something like that and we noticed that the videos that got the most views were the meal prep so people were subscribing specifically for meal prep so now we have like over a hundred recipes on our channel of meal prep Um, but then we ended up switching our brand again to Steph and Adam so that we could talk more about everything else because we kind of got put into a hole of meal prepping like that's not really like that was one of the things we wanted to do but it wasn't like we wanted to just do meal prepping like I said we had all these ideas of like exposing the processed food industry and fitness videos and talking about nutrition and and all these different things but it just kind of turned into okay well if you want views because we have to make money then (laughs) then you got to stick to the meal prepping so even though we like meal prepping, it just wasn't our sole focus, but it kind of turned into our sole focus unintentionally. I had actually already been vegetarian at the time that we started the videos. So funny story, I've actually hardly even tried half of those recipes um, that we used to make. It was basically solely on Adam. And also just because I know things like, well, if you put chicken with some cream and tomatoes and cheese, of course it's going to taste good, you know? Like I had been cooking all that stuff for long enough to know what's going to taste good. At that point I was already vegetarian, then I became plant-based, like fully plant-based, and so was Adam. We were both gluten-free, plant-based, um, and so now our channel is called Steph and Adam, and it, it reflects the shift of going to fully plant-based videos, which happened about a year and a half ago. And at the same time, we were writing our second book with DK Publishing, and that literally just came out a couple days ago. It's called Plant-Based Meal Prep. Um, And that is all about meal prepping, but with plant-based foods. And it's also kind of like a how-to vegan book. Um, There's things in there like cashew cheese recipes, and everything is comfort foods. So if you want to eat more plant-based meals in your diet, that's great. You can. It's very easy to do so. Um, And so our recipes reflect how easy it is to do that. And all of our recipes have very minimal ingredients. We have like cookies and cakes and there's still meal plans in there, but there's like uh, lots of comfort foods, things like pastas and stir fries and um, artichoke dip. And I don't know why that's the first one that came to my mind. (laughs) It's really good. I'm actually, I can taste it right now. Um, But yeah, so we we like to show that eating a plant-based diet is actually a lot easier than you think, and it's really delicious. But we also don't feel like people have to be put into a hole. Like we never we never want anyone to feel like they have to be plant-based 100% of the time if that's not what they want to do. So if you, like we are, but we're not going to condemn you if you're like not going to be plant-based all the time. If you want to just get more veggies into your diet, then that's a great reason to have a few plant-based meals during your week. Um, So anyway, so that is the second brand we built. So 
we have um oh wow actually i just realized that's the third brand oh wow this is my fourth brand i didn't even realize that wow yeah because i started with chef steph then we moved to fit couple cooks then we did steph and adam and now so birth is beautiful is my fourth brand i kind of really like building brands have you noticed <laughs> um it's something that i really feel like i excel at all of the reasons why i build them is to help people like this is just something like i've, I've saying before like this isn't my core being i love helping people. I love telling people or not telling. I love um, sharing information with people that is going to help them in the long run. And if they want to take it, awesome. If they don't want to take it, that's cool too. I mean, like I might tell you something and you might think I'm crazy, but a year from now you might hear that information from someone else and be like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. Um, so it's always just about like dropping little seeds and being like, hey, like this might be something you'd like to do. Um, if someone had told me about home birthing five years ago, maybe I would have said, oh, that's crazy. That's That sounds way too scary for me. But um but, you know, everything happened in the right time and it happened the way that it was meant to happen. So um, the, the biggest thing I can say is take what you want from my podcast and leave what you don't. This channel is meant for anybody who, one, any woman of any age who has not had a child yet and is scared. That all you have to do is be slightly scared to listen to my podcast to feel a little bit better. And even if you're like, love birth, and you haven't given birth yet, and you're just so excited because your mom told you to be excited about it, then that's great too. Like I might just give you some info that you just haven't heard yet. Um, you never know. But it's also for women who have had a baby and maybe it was not their ideal birth. Um, maybe it was a little bit traumatic. Um, I'm here for those people too. Because if you, the thing that makes me the saddest ever, I get so sad when I hear someone tell me that they had a baby and it was traumatic and therefore they're never having another baby. Even if they wanted another baby, like before they had their first baby, they had planned, oh, I want four kids. But once they had a bad pregnancy and a, and a traumatic birth, here they are now, they're like, oh, forget it. Like I can't, I can't have another one because it was horrible the first time. That makes me so sad. I just want to help everybody. And I love reading stories of women who healed themselves by having a second child after a traumatic birth and they had their second child the way that they wanted to and it ended up being the most beautiful birth and that kind of like healed their soul a little bit from their traumatic first birth. I love reading stories like that. So um, if that's something that appeals to you, please keep listening because I want to help people um, just feel better. So this is my passion and I'm really excited to share it with you finally. And um, I think we're going to wrap this up right here right now. And so stay tuned for all things birth. We're going to talk about everything you can imagine. I'm sure there's probably a, a way to comment on this podcast. Um, so if you have any questions, please leave them below. I, <laughs> you're maybe you're laughing at me because there's no place to comment. I really have no idea because I've I haven't even uploaded this to the podcast platform yet. <laughs> so um, this is a completely new world for me, but I'm really excited, and um, I hope you stick along for the ride. So that's it, guys. We'll catch you on the next podcast. Um, I haven't quite come up with a sign off yet, but uh, I'm sure I'll come up with one eventually. For classy cooking with Chef Steph, it used to be keep it classy with a wink at the end and. Uh, for Fit Couple Cooks and for Steph and Adam, we just say namaste at the end. But I feel like I need to come up with a new a new one that's like me for this for this new brand. So I haven't quite come up with that one yet. But uh, 
Well, that's it, guys. And uh, I'll catch you next time. Ha, 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 ha.